podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, and thanks for downloading another show from the Glasgow's Green Podcast, aka Gigpod. We were supposed to have something out on Friday, but it's been put on hold till before Christmas. I'll go into that at the end of the show. And despite Celtic being murdered at the moment, there will actually be some cheer from Gigpod with content before Santa does the business. So we said last week that Neil Lennon had to go after the Ross County game. Did he? No. Since then, we surrendered a two-goal lead in Milan and crumbled, resulting in yet another loss in Europe. And now today, we've drawn 1-1 against the team, who I personally feel are the biggest jobbers in the league. And if it wasn't for a flip goal, St Johnston would have ran out winners. Rizzo, you're not getting a slagging. Again, you must be. <laughs> it's your personal Christmas you. but... It's another Sunday, it's another podcast you have to show up for. It, he's not going anywhere, is he? Eh, uh, no. And neither am I, gig pod fans. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, doesn't. I don't really know what to say anymore. I mean, I was sure that after last Sunday's episode, that by the time we recorded another episode, we'd have a different manager. But that didn't happen. Eh... Uh, Thursday was just really a write-off. I mean, the way we lost was poor, but I mean, that was always going to happen. And then the day, I know you think St. Johnston are the biggest jobbers in the game, but I wasn't surprised because, as I stated, uh, I think last week St. Johnston were unbeaten in 10 before playing on the day. And I think that probably says more about us, really, that a team like St. Johnston would be confident coming to Parkhead and getting a point. And so they did, and they could have actually won the game for had it been for that fluke goal we scored. But no, I don't think Neil Lennon's going anywhere for now. I would be shocked if the board did anything between now and when I'm back on next week after the Kilmarnock game. And it looks like things are just going to slowly rumble on with nobody being very happy. If it honestly feels like all they're wanting to do is weaponise the next win against the fans. And when it come, where it comes from, I don't know whether it's against a fluke against Leo, or if we beat Kilmarnock or, or St Mirren in the games ahead, are they going to weaponise that to then go, ah, well, we were right to stick by him. He's your man. We've got a win. We'll build on it. Like These are games we should already be winning. Today's a game we should be... I'm not just saying we've got a divine right to win, but, I mean, realistically, we should be beating St Johnston. And the fact that... I'm not even... It's not even the draw, John. It was labouring to it and... A fluke goal got us out of the mess. Even when we made it one each, like there was no fluency after it. They were just it was that typical, as I keep saying week after week, there's just no imagination, no creativity. I mean David Tumble came on and there was a slight spark, but there's no movement in front of him. There's nothing at all, and it's so uninspiring to watch. And I'll go on to Neil Lennon and all that in a minute, but see if you're like the likes of Kilmarnock and your St. Mirren, who we've got to play ahead watching that, you're taking a lot of lessons going. Just set your stall out against Celtic. All they'll do is the same thing and they won't be able to break you down and you might get a breakaway goal out of it. And by the way, if it wasn't for St Johnston being complete idiots, they could have very well done more damage because they had about, there was at least two or three times they were on the break and we were really found wanting. That's true, but then Eddie did miss a right good chance in the first half and if he'd scored that, we might have aged to an unconvincing victory. I mean, I don't I don't know really. I mean, I come on, we think like they're in a bad run, but they'll be thinking we can try and hit Celtic on the break. Hearts in the cup final. Now I've saw Hearts recently and they weren't very good. But they'll be thinking we can just hit Celtic in the break, put men behind the ball, 
try and get it to extra time in the cup final and see what happens and like try and go for the lottery of penalties even. John, I've got no faith that we'll beat Hearts either. I mean, realistically, we should be able to go to Hamden with our big game experience and say, well, look at what we've won there before with all the success we've had. But Hearts have had you know, success there recently too and they'll be turning around going, well, we get joy against Hibs, Premiership team. We'll be playing against Celtic, another Premiership team who are badly faulted and they'll be fancying it. Weirdly enough, I'm more confident about the Hearts game than I would be about any league game than now. I'm not confident in us winning any league game at all now, no matter who we play, even if it was away like Hamilton or something, who are like the league whipping boys. I'd be worried about us getting the result there. But I don't know. It's not like blind faith because these players have done it in the past. I mean, I think they'll want to win this, even though it looks bad now, they'll want to win this fourth treble and that's what all good doing is. And I think we'll probably somehow edge that game, but celebrations, if we do one, are going to be a bit weird. They'll be uh, muted, to say the least, and I'm not just saying that because it's going to be an empty stadium. Say Leo tank us and we draw or even lose the next game in the league, I still just think that Neil Lennon's going to get that final as some mm-hmm. excuse to go out in a high, I think, and that is the moment where you're like, how small time is that? Because the club are stagnating, we're going backwards rapidly. It's not even if it, as if it's like we're going backwards at a, a slow pace. <laughs> That game today contrasted with who our challengers are in the league game, and it's worlds apart now. I was uh, just thinking, <laughs> this shows how bad it is now. We need to probably worry more about finishing second now. I mean, Hearts, I mean, Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen, we've played more games, they've played more games than us, but they're, they're like breathing down our necks. So we better start getting a run of results together just to even get second place, which I kind of believe I'm saying we've won the last nine leagues in a row, but that's what seems to be the case, you know? I'm going to read out what Neil Lennon said, right? His post-match comments, John, he said he's really disappointed. He's used that word again, psychologically, they aren't in a great place. He's then turned around and said, these players are feeling sorry for themselves. The manager who deflects everything and turns everything around so that he's a victim, He's coming out saying the players are feeling sorry for themselves, so you're like, all I'm seeing on the pitch is these guys don't want to play for that manager, and these players have got it in them to be far better than that, but it just seems like all the week in training, they've probably just been told, I just do the same stuff, do, do, do running drills, they're probably not working with the ball as much, or not working in shape, they're not working again on how to break down the opposition, it's all just about them individually and that's why we're getting nowhere because it's just constantly doing the same thing and you see it on the park, it's just sideways passing and then day was just a goal out of nothing But you, and I know we created a couple of chances and Edward really should have done better but generally, I, John, I wouldn't say St Johnston were undeserving at that point. No, and that's the worrying thing and I still maintain there'll be a statue in the Lennon at Celtic Park but the players seem to have lost faith in them, which is never a good thing. Although, obviously, publicly, they'll never say that. that Thursday, this game of Thursday night is just going to be a write-off. I'd, I'd just play a reserve team. I mean, that wouldn't have, I'd probably not do much for them, but it's not going to do much for our quote-unquote big players if we end up getting another beating. I don't know. The only bright spot today for me was uh, David Turnbull, who I hope gets a regular run of games in the team. And I'm a bit confused about what's happened with Scott Brown because he keeps playing them. And then he ends up getting took off, which seems to be the mission that Brown is not doing it anymore, which is unfortunate because Scott Brown was, has been a brilliant, brilliant player for Celtic. And it's just a season too far for him. And as I said last week, teams get old, teams get tired. 
that's what's happened to Celtic this season. It's just a right pain in the arse that it's happened in a big season in a long time. It has just been a season too far, and it's a, it's a pride thing, isn't it? It's an ego thing, no wanting to step down, wanting to be the guy that captains us to retain and all that. But I don't blame him for that either when you look at what he's done for us. I mean, he probably thought at the start of the season, as we all did, that he's going to be the guy to get us to this legend, this mythical 10 in a row, which everybody's wanted for forever. And it's unless some miracle happens, uh, that's not going to happen. I don't think either of us want to come on and wanted to start a gig pod again, being so negative and joyless and, and moaning and <laughs> at the team. But we can, you can't really say anything otherwise. It's been garbage. And the manager should be identifying that Scott Brown now, as good as he's been for us, and... Hi, John, if you see he's going to get a statue with Lennon, fine, <laughs> but, you know, he genuinely should really be taking him aside going, I'm not going to be playing you again. It's time to move on. And I don't think there's any shame in doing that. No, I mean, I'm, no matter what stupid people say, Brown's a smart guy. He'll know himself that he's not playing as well as he can, and I think it's just playing too many games and probably old age catching up. I mean... If we look back to uh, our old pal Ronnie's last season, like Brown was really poor, like on a level way, sort of. This season, like mind that time we get boss, fucking Andy Holiday at Hamden, that was a that was a sad day, but he came back with the help of Brendan Rodgers, it has to be said, and he rolled back the years, and for the last couple of seasons he's been brilliant. But times caught up. I don't think he would have been helped at all by the. The five-month break we had, like for March and August, I, I think that probably had an effect on all the players, but I think it might have affected Brown more than MD because he was still playing well then. And then all of a sudden, that's it, new games. And then you're out of commission until August. And I think he's playing too much football as well. I can understand why Lennon always relies on him because he's his man and he's been fantastic. And I'll always defend Scott Brown, one of my favourite Celtic players. But it is sad to see, and I'm hoping that Brownie Sale realises, and maybe, I don't know if he will say this, I probably got too much pride, that terrible sin, but he'll say to Lennon, it's probably best enough if I get left out for a couple of games, and that could give like, David Tumble or Sorrow a chance to improve the midfield, because I know everybody goes on about our defence being crap the new and it's ropey, he's eating, but the midfield does play a big part in that, and I think if we changed up our midfield, we might finally get going again but it may be too late for the league this season Peter Martin who sorry Peter Maguire isn't it that's his sh- sh- shoot slash work name <laughs> <laughs> he's never somebody that I have seen really two foot Neil Lennon but he has said no he's a Celtic guy aye but he's actually came out and he said this it's now no longer about Neil Lennon as manager it's about a board that has been guilty of complacency our recruitment plan flawed and failed on more than a few signings. Here's a big bit. It says, 10 in a row is now gone. The manager is to blame for that on the pitch and the board off the pitch. Do you feel now after today 10 in a row is gone? <sighs> Thanks for putting me on the spot here, Stevie. I'd say it's probably 85% gone. I'm not giving up hope yet because I know what these players can do if they're in the mood, but I mean, they're in a rut. I don't know, I think the board and Lennon, well the board I think really are hoping that if we win this quadruple treble against Hearts, that'll galvanise us to like go and run the league. 
which it could happen. I don't know, but I mean, I only saw snippets of the Rangers today in action. <laughs> Unfortunately, they did look much better than us, which is not really what we want to talk about on a Celtic podcast, but they do seem a much better team than us now. But because I'm ridiculous and I've seen Celtic Day before, I'm still giving us a slight chance of somehow pulling off our biggest football miracle since 2008, probably, when we won the league. But I'd say that that probably more about Rangers dropping points than us getting on a run now. So I'm only 15% confident that we're going to win the league. What, what would you say? I'm a gaslit Celtic fan as we know, because even the now, even the now, as bad as things are, <laughs> you ask me what's the score going to be when we play Kilmarnock next week, I'll say up oh, 5-0 to us, simply because I know these players individually are very, very talented. They're not Muppets, and they're just being badly coached, and they're not playing for the manager. And frankly, it's just it's it's an abusive relationship between the manager and the players at this point. If the manager goes, and the manager goes before that Kilmarnock game, I'm 50-50 on it because I think we are more than capable of going on a run. But we're not capable of doing that under Neil Lennon. And if the board really are wanting to give him this cup final to go out in a high and then think about you know replacing him after that, it's still sh- so short-sighted. One game is huge for us now. That Kilmarnock game is massive. And if Neil Lennon is still the manager for that one, I'm saying it the now because... As I've always said on the pod, no matter who we're playing, uh, three or four now easy. I mean, they're idiots, blah blah. Not this time. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> I've been broken. Celtic have done it. They have fried me. I don't know. Come on, they're terrible. They're in awful form. They're rubbish. And all they'll need to do is sit with men behind the ball against us, against a team with no clue, no dimension in a play whatsoever. And on that one, I'd only be really confident if Neil Lennon goes. And I can't see that happen. I just can't. I think they're going to keep him to the final. And I panic about playing Kilmarnock. It's like the 90s are back right enough. I genuinely thought that we would have a new manager by now after last week's shambles. And it's not happened. And I don't know. I think it's going to be roughly the same as last week. A lot of people not been very happy. Selic losing in Europe. And then hopefully we can scrape a win against Kilmarnock. But we'll be probably 16 points behind Rangers before that game. In fact... If Hibs beat, I think it's Hamilton on Saturday, Hibs will be ahead in the league. I mean, we'll have games in hand. We might be in third place. Jeez. <sighs> great, great days, this. <laughs> Here's one as well. Do you know, we've not won at home since the 27th of September. But without a win at Celtic Park in five games. Jeez. And there's been... Tw- Do you know how many... Here's one. Here's, here's a stat for you, John, but I want you to take a wild guess here. Since the 17th of October. Yes. In twelve, in the last twelve games, how many goals have we conceded? Is it something like twenty-eight? <laughs> yes, more than two goals a game. That's that is justification right there for Neil Lennon not to be in charge anymore. It's it seems to be like you're breaking a hideous record every week. And I know you said that you watched the game at Dingwall today when Rangers were playing. I watched some. I didn't watch it all. For God's sake, I turned it off at three 0 I thought. You know, there's a guy who missed a sitter at 2-0. Now, I know that we beat Ross County up there. We beat them 5-0. But Ross County created so many chances against us that game. And it was actually a bit of a false. They beat us last week as well. Exactly. But what I'm 
trying to get at is our performance up at uh, Dingwall that day. And I know we won five 0 but it wasn't the all conquering Celtic that we, we thought. The scoreline was a bit flattering. Ironic, ironically enough, that was Barkas's best game for us probably today. Rangers just did the absolute basics that we don't. They just hassled and they harried. One of the big things I wanted to talk about on this one is seeing them off the ball. They are rabid and so aggressive to get it back. See when you watch Celtic, like today, St Johnston had about possession for maybe a good 30 seconds at one point. Celtic didn't press them, didn't hassle. And that's all right, right, if, you're, if, you're, if you have a game plan and then hit them in the break after the squander the possession but Celtic didn't all we did is we got the ball back and we played it back to the keeper this has been like three months man I'm sick of it I think all the fans are sick of it and I just wish the Celtic board would do the right thing instead of what they're actually doing with fencing off the Celtic way refusing to get rid of the manager all they're doing is sticking their heads in the sand and at what point are they going to actually act because I would just love to know what goes through their head. I'd love to know what's going through that board's head now, watching us in the pitch, thinking he's still going to turn that around. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it at all. It is like a broken record. You know? It's like the repeat every week. Uh, Celtic being bad. Lennon think he can change it. Uh, no happening. And then the board either no saying anything, other statements are really no much cop. And I just, I'm not sure what's going to happen over the next few weeks. It's going to be... Interesting as ever, Celtic always. It's always interesting the most at Celtic when there's a crisis, and this probably is a crisis, unfortunately. So we'll just need to wait and see. I mean, I'm a bit concerned that everything's just leading up to Ibrooks, and I really hope we don't go there and get a shoeing, a right beating. But unfortunately, I think that might be the case, and then I think we may need to take a break for a day or two rather than doing a podcast that day because you know what I hear. Two grown men crying on a podcast. <laughs> I think when we came back, when we beat Aberdeen 2-0, and we thought, oh, we've timed that all right. We're going to start going on a run now. We'll get our act together. Then we go and get smashed at home to Sparta Prague. I think everybody was hoping that game against Aberdeen was going to be the, the catalyst for another one of the runs that we're capable of going on. But I'm a bit concerned that it was maybe just Aberdeen being Aberdeen as usual. And Noah's being this all conquering team that we know we can be. Are we both guilty, John, of maybe overrating this team and I include again heavily myself because I have so much faith in them still individually but could it be they're really not as great as what we think but you can't really say that though because we've won the last 11 trophies in a row in Scottish football there's nothing more we can do to show that we're a good team and they are a good team maybe they can't handle a, a, a challenge properly I don't know that might be something I mean maybe Neil Re- Lennon's right about them mentally who knows maybe as I mean Last season, we had that sort of board dodgy up until Christmas. Then we lost to Rangers, but then we came back after that, that Dubai, whatever they'd done there, a brainstorming session, and it turned everything around. Although it did help the Rangers sort of fell to pieces as well, but we did still win games consistently. I think we would have gave Rangers a right going over at Ibrox if that bloody COVID had ruined everything. Right, lads? Don't forget that. A chunk of this team went, was like 69 domestic games unbeaten. They'll deserve to go down as one of probably Celtic's top five, between like top five and ten best of our teams. But as I said before in a previous episode, I think psychologically, maybe Lennon is right because I think winning ten in a row isn't easy. And we've showed it in the past, and Rangers have showed it in the past. 
I'm surprised that it's fell off a cliff so badly this season. But I still think they're a good team, but they better hurry up and prove it. Neil Lennon was asked today by Kerry Dinitzan at the BBC, do you feel your time may well be up? And he said, look, you're asking me negative questions. I can't answer that. <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect me to say? I can turn that around. But he's, I mean, me and you are both saying, you know, they better hurry up and turn that around. But there's no evidence that they will. And Neil Lennon is the manager there now. I, I just can't see him, see him doing it anymore. And I can't I can't see him walking. I, I can't see Rangers just imploding like they, they did before. This season was just the most important for us. And it's just been so unprofessional from the pre-season. We've been so unprepared. And here's another shoot. Do you know how this crap about having no fans in and all that? And do you know what? It's, this, it's the same for Rangers. It's the same for Man United. It's the same for Spurs. It, I don't see a lot of the teams turning around and complaining and greeting about it. It's just, again, more Neil Lennon deflection, more Celtic TV deflection. And it's all you hear. Excuses, excuses, excuses. And I'm just sick of it, man. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of coming on every Sunday morning for people to listen to. I'm sick of doing it. You're, I'm, I don't get any joy in it, and neither do you, but it's not as if we can't ignore what's going on here. Talking about no fans being there, I mean, I did attend a game recently, like was played in an empty stadium, and it was odd, but that didn't stop the players for doing their job, so I think that is just a, a crappy excuse, really, and I'd prefer to have said it than a result to that sort of thing, to disguise our poor performances. But do you think if we win the cup final, Lennon will resign after it? Great question. Um, I haven't even thought of that because my thoughts of the cup final are negative ones now. I, I know, I know, I know. Same here. But that would sort of be him. Like he's done it. He's won a treble with us. I mean, I, I, in two seasons, but it still counts. That could be him getting sort of, in my opinion, the send off he deserves. The statue. Well, the statue's going to be in another 20 years, come on. Getting like, the send-off he still deserves, because he has still sold it great, even though this season is pits. And I think it would be the right time for him just to say, I've done all I can. And I think it'd be the best thing for the club. Then we can move on and prepare for the rest of the season and next season. So do you think he could resign after the cup final? Because I think he could. I think there's factors in it, John, such as have the board get a replacement lined up already. There's been just no transparency, no communication for the board, and they've just staunchly, to use that word, stuck by Lennon, and they've doubled down with him. So I think what's going to happen, I think Neil Lennon is going to win that. Stick two fingers up at fans and all the critics and go, that's what it's all about. That's I'm telling you, right? We'll see who's right on that one, but I think that's what he's going to do. I think he's, I think he's going to turn around, get really defensive about it, and he's going to just basically stick the fingers up and go, he's all doubted me, but look, I've delivered another trophy, and it's going to just be all about him. So that's my prediction. Wait, we'll win. We'll win next Sunday. There you go. There's a shoot. We'll beat Kilmarnock. As I keep saying, I don't think me or John want to come on to be this way. And I'm tired of it. I, I really am. And I don't want to sound like that guy. What was that film, Network? Oh, I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. Exactly. I, that, you know what I'm talking about. I, that's what, I'm, I'm just a bad result away for that. But hey, I'm, I'm keeping my cool here. You didn't keep me cool last week when you were grinning and raving about the, the Ross County game. I know things have been dreadful. There's not been a lot of festive cheer. But at GigPod, we're going to be responsible for a wee bit of joy, finally. Um, we've got a couple of special episodes lined up before Christmas. There's going to be a really cool giveaway. And we're going to details about that when the time is right. 
aka when things arrive for <laughs> the Royal Mail and stuff. Um, and also we're going to be doing a podcast as well with another Celtic podcast that John has said he was going to take the reins with and announce, so I'll let John do it, but he doesn't want to do it on this episode, he wants to do it on the next one. Well, next week's near all the time, so we'll plug it then, but it's going to be us and a whole load of other Celtic podcasts coming together for the great name of Charity, which is what Celtic are all about, of course. It's like the end, it'll be like the end of the Avengers Endgame, that portal scene. I, I don't I, I don't know, mate, I don't know anything about comic books, I don't know what you're talking about. Did you not see that film? No, I haven't seen any Avengers films. You're like more of a DC mark, aren't you? I am a DC fan, yes, that's who I prefer, but I don't really like their films either that much, so... Why are we talking about this? Better than talking about Celtic. I'm just saying it's fitting considering you fucking look like Thanos. So anyway, Very this nice. has been ep- <laughs> this has been episode <laughs> eleven. There we are, the very first laugh at the very end of the show. The never-ending story goes on. Celtic draw. The board make excuses. Lennon stays, and we go on to the next one. I'm Stevie. Catches next Sunday. John, do you want to say bye? Yep. Thanks for listening as always, and. One day, we will be able to talk about a Celtic victory on this podcast. Probably. Speedies next week. Podcast Network.